0: This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast.
1: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com.
0: Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast episode 351. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Ready to geeky with you, get awesome here. I am not in the studio in Pittsburgh, PA, uh, representing indeed Flyover State. I'm actually in Peoria, Illinois, uh, actually for uh, Baja SAE. actually got called out here a day early, so uh, we kind of uh, adjusted things a little bit. And I made sure I have a nice hard line here at the hotel and everything. So uh, we're on Google Hangout. So everything, hopefully everything works out pretty well. Uh, so a little bit of a switch up here. Uh, for you guys that may be joining us here, live here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, um, which I'm in different time zones, so it's been really screwing with me. Uh, with me from Studio C is, uh, just muted himself, John Shachilla. Hey,
2: sorry, I was clearing my throat there. Yeah, there's no one <laughs> in the studio tonight. It's kind of a different night. I, I, think, I think Missy's there
0: hanging out by herself, uh, taking show notes and everything like that. Uh, so, so there, there's, there's her and the, and, and the pizza dog. And, uh, I wonder if she went and got the pizza. Oh, that's, that's not
1: cool. She's the party, so. <laughs> if she's eating pizza,
2: I would have known she got the pizza. I would have gone to the studio. I mean,
0: we're still like, yeah, like expecting us to come get, get the sponsor pizza. So, so she completely could have just be, she's just going to split it with the dog at this point. So other voice you heard there is Katie Dudas. She is the, uh, uh, the, Social media guru over at the Scarehouse. I always, I always slip on what your t- actual title is, um, but that works uh, for me.
1: Yeah, it works. <laughs>
0: it works. It, it pretty much boils it down for you. Social media guru and zombie regular over at the Scarehouse. Actually, really cool things going on over there. Uh, you guys are showing uh, a lot of the teardown. Uh, from one of your 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 sets and everything, I was looking at uh, some pictures on Facebook today of 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 uh, what, like where the giant crap clown was and everything like that. So uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. crazy. It's been awesome because we've been able to show a lot more. I'm so excited. Actually, this this is my home. That is my TV with my VCR DVD combo. Thank you, Sork. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Boba Fett standing behind it. Yep. Uh, those of you on audio, sorry, you're missing my home. <laughs>
0: we We often talk about how Chill is like the gadget guru and he lives in the future and Katie just willfully lives in the past. Uh,
1: (laughs) Her house is (laughs) heated by the
2: fireplace behind her.
0: Exactly, exactly (laughs) right. So, anyways, this is your awesome cast uh, where we talk about all kinds of tech and fun and geeky things. Uh, you can check it out here, live.awesomecast.com although that link's not going to work too well this week. Uh, and usually we're on the Facebook Live where you can join us in the chat room, which we also don't have this week and I thought we were going to have with this Google Hangout thing. Um, so, uh, either way, we'll be tweeting watch out for like you know different changes and stuff like that uh, uh, as we go through the week here uh, and things change. Hopefully this settles down after this June, uh, and we get back in studio every week because I think we got to do this at least one more time in a weird time slot. Um, so, and also please check us out and follow everything at awesomecast.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and look for video versions and sometimes streams on the Facebook and YouTube page for Awesome Cast. And uh, also thanks to our Patreon supporters. Um, our friends Matt Weller at the Coffee Club level at $5 over at patreon.com slash awesomecast as well as Mike Fedor, fan of the show level at $1. Thank you so much, guys, for supporting the show uh, and, uh, and checking us out and, and uh, you know, and really really getting behind us on this stuff. Also, thanks to our streaming partners, RiversAgePGH.com, as well as the405media.com. Thanks to those guys for getting us out to other ear holes out there um, across the nation around the world uh, on their streaming platforms. So let's get into the awesome things of the week. And of course, this to- the big topic of the week is going to be bacon.
1: <laughs>
0: Everyone <laughs> loves bacon.
1: Who doesn't love bacon?
0: <laughs> Katie, what's your I, awesome thing?
1: So I, I went to lunch today up in Robinson and I ended up at Rocket Fizz. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's the candy store next to Burgatory. Oh, all the different fun candy. I mean, it's ridiculous how much different candy they have there. Just, just, weird odd awesome things and they have all these ridiculous sodas and i today was drinking uh bacon lester fixin's bacon soda with chocolate oh (laughs) jeez So it's, they have all kinds of very, very weird flavored sodas, never, things I've never heard before. But obviously, I had to try the bacon one mm-hmm. with chocolate. And I can report back, it tastes more like chocolate than bacon. Like the initial taste is kind of bacony, but then it goes right into chocolate, like a Dilly Bar kind of chocolate, we determined.
0: You kind of hope it would be, right? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> they had, it was like the weirdest. I mean, it's amazing. Their selection is unreal, and you actually get a soda punch card because they have so many different kinds of soda there. Uh, but it was really cool. Like it's a really cool place to check out if you've never been there. Uh, just like I said, a ton of different kinds of candy uh, and just weird geeky fun things. So yeah, our crowd totally.
0: I've never heard of this. it's this, yeah. this is this is the week for 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 sweet things, because we um you know we we actually got to we go to the sugar factory in New York for Chachi's bachelor party weekend. Oh yeah. And it was like all these like like sugar infused drinks and and milkshakes. There was a milkshake with a cheeseburger hanging off of it, like a midi spider cheeseburger hanging off of it, um, and 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 stuff with like not dry ice but whatever bubbly stuff that they, they they use and everything like that. So I have to check this out. I didn't know that there was a place like this over in Robinson. So
1: yeah, it's it's up by Burgatory, so it's kind of off by the where the Walmart is located, that little plaza back there see it's not really on like the main drag it's that other little section up there but yeah you have to check it out there's a ms pac-man machine in there free play <laughs>
2: now for you like the burger like what's the burger shop that's there there's the, the burglatory isn't something else there
1: firehouse subs is next door too
2: five guys five guys
1: that's it yeah yep yeah,
2: i'll have to that. check that out next time we're down at costco
0: if you want to check them out? They're on Twitter. Um, I was shown shown an image there. It should be coming through on the video. At Rock and Fizz Robin on Twitter. Um, and, and I guess there's not a website, so um, check that. Yes. But um, you know, I, I have. Geez, I have. Okay, let's separate this. I'm, okay, for for chill. And if you have one too, I am going to do a non Apple awesome thing of the week.
2: Just Is there such day. a thing?
0: Well. Uh, <laughs> The the, the aforementioned, um mentioned, um, uh, sugar factory we went to, right? Uh, we we got there a little early, and it's over by the Chelsea Market. The, actually, where I went to pick up my Google Glass oh so long ago, <laughs> so um, it was kind of cool to revisit that neighborhood and see all the stuff that they've done with it. But we um, stopped by with like right next door. We're like, let's go in here, and then you know it made sense. Samsung's uh, eight. 837 it's basically kind of an apple store but they i don't know how much they sell there like obviously they sell things it's like two three stories one story goes down and you go in and they have like a 4d theater with you know the gear vrs and moving chairs going on right you go and there's this prism thing with like five samsung set up and they take pictures and 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 it's a kaleidoscope set up and then there's a giant three-story wall through the entire thing and your image pops up on there um i'll see if i can find the image the image isn't really impressive because it, it was i'm too tall and it took like a picture of my transformers t-shirt for the most part instead of (laughs) like me and and but but then like we we walked upstairs and it's got samsung fridges um um riz and Chachi were trying to uh order grubhub on their fridge um and and then like it takes a picture inside and everything like that uh you know it's just it was a big show-off space for samsung things uh which was really cool and of course there's like tech and there was like a coffee shop in there and and all this kind of stuff you know very you know that kind of new yorky kind of thing right uh so it was it was really cool i didn't know samsung had stores like this right uh again it's the it's the uh uh, 837 nyc washington street in new york uh you can uh, you can look it up at samsung.com slash us slash 837 um and and it looks like they have like other events and everything in there because there's kind of a presentation space Going on. Um, let me see. I got some pictures here. That uh, when I th- when I throw up images, is, is that going to all you guys too? Let me let me do that. There we go. There you go. So so this is here. Here's some images of inside, and here's the big like three story wall, and there's a presentation space, like kind of like. You know the, the the tiered you know uh, steps and everything like that, and again just VR setup so you can check out in this little lounge area. Uh, it, like I said, it's more it's it seems like it is more show off than buy buy devices kind of thing. Uh, so it was it's a little bit of a different approach than than Apple. That's just like hey, here's all the devices laid out.
2: Uh, I, I personally like the show off space because it kind of gives you the art of the possible versus. Here's a, here's a bunch of our devices laying around a room, try them out, take them home and do what you want with them. I feel mm-hmm. like they've taken it to the next level in some of these pictures and kind of showing you not, not only can you buy the device, but if you use it in this fashion or in this manner, look at everything you can do with it. <clears throat> like I expect your studio to be like that studio space. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. It, you know, it, it's like, it's like you know, it's, it, they're having these launches, like a panel reception about launching a side hustle with the new Galaxy Tab S3. What? <laughs> you know, Born This Way Foundation showing uh, from Lady Gaga is Born This Way. Foundation uh, having an evening there, uh, so it, it's really cool and and, and uh, you know a nice little look at that just just the cool surprise in technology uh, because of course you know being in New York we like we stop at the Nintendo World Store and there's always like these flagship stores NHL store you know things like that uh, and 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 a nice surprise that that Samsung has something cool. Uh, Chachi was going around saying with pulling out his essay and say you're home you know
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, so. That's that was really cool, and there's an Apple Store around the corner. I, I just did not care to go in because Apple Stores aren't exciting anymore. So, they, Do they rid- have the?
2: Did you know? Did the new Pittsburgh store? I would have been interested if you did go in because they were remodeling a lot of the stores recently to completely revamp the look and feel and, and redo a lot of the displays.
0: I don't know, but I did hear that the um, the one outside FAO Swartz, the cube, is now in FAO Swartz. So I would love to mm-hmm. see what that looks like. And it can't be taking up the entire space because FAO Swartz was huge.
2: Yeah, and that's so, a temporary while they re redo
0: the other while one. While they okay.
2: redo Fifth Avenue.
0: Either way. Uh, so pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool.
2: All right. So, so, So I did come up with an alternative. So we were actually in search of food. And for once, we didn't want pizza. <laughs> so we Words. went on Grubhub. <clears throat> we went on Grubhub and it was like pizza shop after pizza shop after pizza shop. I'm like, well, this isn't what I want. Um, it's pretty much everywhere else I could just typically order from around here. So hopped on Uber Eats and uh looked around the city. So I was pretty impressed, much, much, pretty much identical to ordering your Uber. Um you can order food from a number of places. We ordered from the pub and chip shop down on the South side. Um, obviously reusing a lot of the UI elements. I was pretty impressed with the menuing system and ordering. Um, it was extremely easy to figure out, you know, what was on the menu, what toppings I wanted, um, what kind of extra sauces I, I would like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then once you ordered it, almost identical to your Uber experience, It pretty much said finding a driver or actually it said submitting your order. And I got push notifications through the process of my order was submitted. It was in the kitchen being prepped. My driver was in assigned and in route to pick it up. um, The driver was on the way. And uh, just like the Uber interface for, for when you're actually in the car or the cars on the way, you can then track the food in route. So pretty, pretty darn impressive. Um, And, and, got here, the food was still hot, everything was great, um, and I think it was only $5 above what it typically would be. So I, it was
0: pretty darn cool. It's not bad. It's, uh, I was wondering about that. It, it was actually strange when they launched that one weekend, because I was out driving. Uh, still, I haven't, dri- I haven't driven for like a month. Uh, I think all of my documents have expired in the app and everything. <laughs> so like, I got, I got the emails like, where have you been? Um, but uh, they didn't like it defaulted and i was getting uber eats um stuff and i'm like i don't even know how to do this you know i'm not i'm not, I'm not doing this you know um after my like short two two ride stick with postmates uh so that's cool I, I was really impressed with how i put up the website while you're talking here uh how localized even just the website is and it lists like double white grill and and pub chip shop and things like that uh local to very local to to, to pittsburgh on their on their localized site so um cool Nice, a nice new option. Hopefully they deliver to me where Postmates does it. Uh, if I'd like it. So uh, we'll see uh, We'll see how that goes. Alright, well first I want to give a shout out to our good friends uh, before we get to the main event of our awesome, awesome Apple Things of the Week. Uh, of course, WWDC was this week and and, and we're, we're a- a- Apple fanboys and girls. Um, and uh, it, So we'll probably get a little bit of a deep dive into it. But first I want to give a shout out to our friends up in Sport Pittsburgh Podcasting uh, with the perfect pepperoni piece our friends over at SliceOnBroadway.com I actually ordered some last night with their new online ordering, uh, because I wanted to get a little bit of Pittsburgh before I head out to Peoria. I have all the peas today, I know. Uh, so uh, they're over here, over here, yeah, over here, over there, back home, <laughs> near the studio in Beachview, right along the tracks over there, as well as in uh, Carnegie, PA, right on Main Street and PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So thank you so much to those guys. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com. All right, let's talk WWE. DC. I haven't looked at the website actually since they, they 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 talked about all this to see how that stuff looked. Um, so I, let me let me if I can geek out video a little bit for a moment here um, because I geez AR VR and and video editing and we're going to give you some nice shiny high end stuff if you want to do that with the ipad or i'm sorry the imac she's all getting confusing now uh the imac pro later in this year uh so i'm feeling pretty good as a professional in the apple space right now (laughs) because because i mean it's like everything i mean katie we've been talking a lot about vr and spherical i guess all three of us have and and the fact that they're going to you know I know I'm glossing a lot of stuff here. Um, they're going to be uh, uh, putting those tools into Final Cut, you know, native. There was a the plug-in that I was looking at for about 1200 bucks that just went free a couple months ago. I think I know why now because they got Sherlock. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, we have some amazing looking stuff coming. Uh, you know, we, we kind of know what, what the next pro thing is, this nice space gray because, you know, that's professional and sexy uh so you know uh, and again they previewed it which you know you don't get that a lot except for like in this pro thing up to 18 cores and an imac uh they have a whole new cooling system there's xeon processors uh it's it's crazy what they're going to be doing with this thing um of course it's going to start at like i don't know what five grand or something like that but you know if you're you're in that you know I don't think this is me as a small video shop is going to be able to 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 roll with this thing, but this is a real a realistic professional um um thing and and I think I think for the people still running on 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 these you know uh, Thunder, Thunderbolt three well you know they, they talked about how Thunderbolt the expandability is basically going to be Thunderbolt we're leaning on that at this point, you know, kind of what we did in the trash can Mac pro uh, not the official term trash can mic for Mac pro, of course. But, but in the meantime, I mean, I, I was impressed with these, you know, they talked about the current max and, and we saw a little bit of this with the NVIDIA updates a couple of months ago. And, and they were like, well, you can play there. There was strangely Mac drivers that came out for high end NVIDIA cars. So, but we're like, you can't put NVIDIA cards in anything because we have iMacs and Mac Pros or MacBook Pros, nothing with a card slot, right? Then they started showing, you know, well, you can get a Thunderbolt 3 enclosure, and basically you have a giant box <laughs> next to whatever your Mac is. And it, 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 does that you know and this is you know probably more for you know 3d high-end video you know things you know i'm not really touching but still that the possibility exists and that's what's important and so you can develop those things for vr for higher-end systems for you know and, and have that power you know, and, and expandability happen, you know, uh, it, it's, it's again, kind of the, not the dongle problem, but the bunch of stuff hanging off of my laptop, but still like they're, they're really kind of reasserting as in we are a creator platform. Um, and here's a middle finger to the Microsoft studio pro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and I really like what they had to say. And, and I really liked this span. So if you look at the bottom le- level, iMac, um I think it starts at like they cut $200 off the price I think it starts at like 1299 mm-hmm. and then it goes all the way up to the entry level of that pro and, is 5 grand
0: and that's a 4K iMac
2: the, which the the $1200 one yes is a 4K iMac the the entry level pro is the 5K um so I thought that was a pretty cool jump even starting at that I mean you're talking up to what was it 128 gig of RAM um the three terabyte SSD, obviously you have multiple external um, USB-C Thunderbolt three ports. Um, the, the reason that you were talking about earlier that, that those plugins went free was because it wasn't because they actually got Sherlocked. It's because or that that company got Sherlocked it's because Apple hired that developer. Oh, the guy that, the, the guy that was creating those plugins. Um, they said, I think they pretty much said, we like what you're doing. Come work for us. <laughs>
0: So, so, so they Sherlocked in the nice way. Yes. It's kind of like when, um, those Photoshop filters, uh, the, the, the people that did that got bought by Google. So they put them out for free. Mm -hmm. They were just talking about them on like, like this week in Google last week. I forget what they're called. Um, like the something collection, but, uh, you know, okay. That that's cool. So, so basically like, you know, those will start to be built in as, um, as 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 tools, and in not instead of needing a plug-in for it, uh, eventually.
2: I'm sure too to to develop that content. Obviously, takes that high powered machine, but I think we've all seen that it doesn't take that type of machine to then run that content. So when you think of your vibes and your um, your PS, your your Playstations and whatnot with the VR setups, I think you're going to get that downstream content. Um, at a pretty, at a, at a decent view, and you're not going to need that kind of hardware to run it. It's the development of that content that that's going to take those high end machines. Hmm.
0: I mean, one thing this does is is you know seeing that that twelve ninety nine iMac four uh, K. You know I, I've been considering desktop. Uh, um, you know, solutions for kind of expanding out and people, you know, uh, potentially working on things, and and I've been looking at like the Mac Mini because I'm like, well, you gotta if I want something, you know, half decent, I need like a three thousand dollar iMac. I don't think I do anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 to get a nice screen with that like that, uh, it, it makes sense at twelve ninety nine almost at this point.
2: Yeah, the the one thing that did bum me out was they didn't update the uh, the the Mac Mini. Hopefully, we'll see. I'm wondering, will that fizzle out, or will they somehow refresh that in in an off in an off month after the dust settles from this one? Will we see it in the fall? I don't know. <clears throat> they,
0: they really did mention MacBook Air getting an update too, so I, I think that's just they'll probably do a spec bump or something like that yeah. but it's so low end it, it still serves a purpose um and again I mean a mac may still makes sense for like doing a box or something like that so um but no I think it looks really cool and of course they um I, I think they updated the specs on mac pros MacBook Pros, I'm sorry uh, macbooks for, in general except for the air currently uh, and and kind of readjusted that price so you can get a 13 inch uh, MacBook Pro again at the twelve ninety nine level. So they're, I know it's still twelve ninety nine, but they're they're getting a little cheaper.
2: when you look at like I bought a I bought a four K display, and I bought a, to be honest with you, a lower end four K display, and it was still, I think three fifty on on clearance on sale. So to subtract that off of there, and you're looking at a nine hundred dollar desktop. So for everything you're getting i feel like it's not that overpriced
0: no no i just when you you look at these versus the 300 hundred dollar laptops at walmart you know and that's what people are used to and that's what a lot of people (laughs) buy that's what we that's what we bought for producer missy that's out there tweeting for us right now and and her laptop is already looking long into sooth right and we made sure to get her a little bit more ram and everything like that and and but it's it's it is what it is. It was a, it was a $300 laptop and, and it's time to buy another $300 laptop. Whereas I was fine putting another $600 in this 2013 MacBook pro that we're using here. I'm going to get another, I could get another two years out of this
2: thing. But with the new um, file system too, I'm wondering like that, that 2011 air that you borrowed, mm-hmm. that's actually eligible for upgrade. And I'm actually expecting a speed performance bump just because of the file system swap so i'll be i'll be updating that to beta over the the the, probably the next week and see what that looks like so i'm pretty impressed with i mean that's a seven year old laptop and it's still getting free os updates so and they seem to be adding capability over time. Now there there's things I miss out on, like it doesn't have Bluetooth 4.0, and I can't do some of the handoff stuff because of that. But to keep those old devices still churning, I mean, it's uh, I think it says says something for, from a from a device cost and and strategy Apple strategy perspective.
0: That big price um, comes with that big price comes with you knowing that it'll it will last like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie, how long were you running your um, uh, Hello Kitty duct taped uh, laptop. And you were t- terribly functional with that thing. Like, that was enough for you, right?
1: It was nine or 10 years old, I think, because yeah. it was that thick white plastic. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, it ran fine. Like, if I did not need certain things, I would probably keep using it. <laughs> like, if there yeah. were certain programs like Photoshop and things.
0: Same thing with the thing with, with, with you know, It's a 2007 iMac that's still, that's a 10 year old iMac. Sitting in the studio, and yeah, it gets a little sluggish because I think I, I think it probably needs a reformat. It'll probably be a little smoother, um, but and it's only got three gigs of RAM and, and things like that. But man, it, it, it's solid, you know. There's little problem with it. A little bit, maybe a little bit. Like I think in those, little bit in the monitor is 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 a little fading. <laughs> and a couple dead pixels here and there. But 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 absolutely, and, and there's like old white iMacs back there that again work fine. They just can't get the new OS because they 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 turned it off, and and probably for good reason too, right? But they're fine, you know. They, they,
2: the they last the last iteration of the white polycarbonate MacBook actually is getting High Sierra. <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was like, you couldn't get any sort of updates because the OS was like, well, oh, yeah, you're, you're just screwed. Just give up. You're done. Yeah. We right. should just buy a new were, one.
0: There were these lines, like if, if your thing could upload, update to Snow Leopard, you've been good for a while. Right? So like that was, that was that last kind of technology line. Everything's just been kind of tinkering under the hood and not really, I want to say not pushing forward, but you don't need the performance at this point to push forward. Um, you just need to to you know refine I guess, right? So, um I was uh, Katie, did you get get a look at any of the AR stuff that they were talking about?
1: No, I there were a couple other things that caught my attention, but not okay. not as much the AR.
0: Okay, I wanna, I, we'll touch up. We'll touch base on on, on what got your, caught your your eye too here. But um, I was really impressed because they, they announced AR Kit in iOS eleven, and I know I know Chilla, you'll have a lot more to say about iOS eleven. And I don't think there's anything you could really
2: get into with AR Kit, right? Uh, other than the the two demos they did, I thought were really well done, and really solid. Um, and from a dev perspective, now obviously they had they had the likes of ILM there um, to to help create some of that content, but it was extremely impressive. And I'm guessing they also weren't running that on <clears throat> hardware that's not going to be available, right? I'm sure the iPads were probably the new the new Pros that are coming out next Tuesday, um, but that it wasn't like that was a modified iPhone with some core processor that we haven't seen um, so to see how that's running on existing hardware I think again puts the the longevity in their device line and it's it's the I'm guessing anything that's gonna run iOS 11 is going to run the majority of that content
0: Oh absolutely I think, I think maybe your low end like I you know maybe an iPhone 5 doesn't or something like that and that's cut what's that
2: the iPhone so the iPhone 5 5c, an iPad 4 will not get iOS 11.
0: Wow, and this is going to be a big, big update because there, there's no uh, 60. If your apps aren't 64-bit, like I've been getting the this app is not going to work if the developer does not update it. Notice, have you guys seen that?
2: I had to. Mm-hmm. I've already had to move off of. I was using an app called Files that that allows you to connect back to. Um, file shares and whatnot inside of your inside your network um, or other computer hard drives etc as well as integrating with things like box and and google drive and whatnot Um, it also had an internal ftp server that you could actually ftp files into the app um, from computers on your network i had to find a replacement because that developer hadn't updated the app i think in four years Um, but it was still running Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not, it wasn't Mm -hmm. compiled for 64 bit at work. We're going through some, some things of, of, you know, we have apps that are 32 bit internally that need updated. And to be honest with you for what it takes for the dev, if the dev was making any money or cared at all, it would probably take less than an hour of his time. And the majority of that hour would be after he compiled the app, submitting the app to the app store and getting approval it, it 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 doesn't actually take much to to swap out that library it
0: it, it takes do are we still paying attention to this app like I'm, I'm looking like like one's one's uh you know mostly games are what's coming up for me and and sometimes like like restaurant apps right mm-hmm. um like 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 an old x-men and Mega Man x games that i had uh, uh popped it up and and some uh, um um you know uh Indie stuff like Cannibal, uh, so so I think I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a sad day on on in September October when this is released and, and not a lot of them but like when when certain games and things like that stop working so it'll be nice to have that that, that old uh, uh, iPhone five or iPad three uh, laying around and at least you can like pull up some of the old games that you played but um, other than that you know I I, th- I think it's a cool move forward they're going all sixty four bit it'll make things a little more stable probably um, you know as we well, I want to say as we've seen with Windows, but never mind. But but, but between that and the AR, uh, which looks really solid, and and, and and it was also the stuff they were showing. Like we've seen these demos before, right? But not on realistic hardware, HoloLens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Stuff that you don't,
2: stuff that you don't have and probably aren't going to get anytime soon. And, and just the little things
0: like like you know, hey, that Pokemon game you're playing, and you turned off AR after like two days because it got annoying, right? Um, you know, actually, would be interesting that Pikachu's sitting there on the on the sidewalk or on the table or or something like that, you know, instead of us trying to turn it off and on and, and position it right, um, so we can get a really interesting, like Pikachu's on your head, you
2: know, kind of stuff. Uh, so, Katie,
1: uh... <laughs> little critters on my head.
2: I'm interested to see what they do from a gaming perspective, too, because when you think of like the, the puzzle room type games like Myst or something like that, they could turn some of that between AI and AR, they could turn some of those puzzle type games into your room. And you could be looking around and have to place a certain object in a certain manner or...
0: Right, right. That thing like HoloLens was doing, mm-hmm. right? Like we could do a thing where you have a big iPad Pro, you can hold it up and it's your window, right? Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of sucks to kind of hold up an iPad in that regard, but but it's for real. And, uh, you know, we've seen some AR stuff on, on our iPhones and our, our iPads. Uh, when I was at the Formula event... Uh, up at uh, Michigan Speedway last month, uh, Bosch had something where they, and, and the thing was nobody could figure it out. Like even the, like the, the, the company guy couldn't figure it out, you know, and I I'm sitting there figuring it out. They had a layout of a city and you held it over and it overlaid a digital moving city over it. it kind of looks like the beginning, a little bit like the beginning of um, um Silicon Valley. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and you tapped on parts and it would show you stuff about their products and everything like that. But you had to hold it in such like the perfect way over the entire field for it to find all those markers. And if you didn't, which most people didn't, it just like, what, what am I looking at here? You just moved on to the next yeah. display. Right. And well, it just didn't work because there was too much, but if it gets a little smarter, you know, has, has that AR kit, you know, can do, do a little bit more, um, from there showing it was, it was really, really interesting.
2: I read that uh, Gatwick Airport in outside of London um, is actually going to build their internal mapping and allow you to say, I want to go here or I need to go here in the airport. And it's going to actually overlay. You're going to use AR to look around, but then it's going to show you the arrows kind of on the ground of where you need to go.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's like that. I don't know. That just popped in my head. I, one, this is a side awesome thing. I guess when we were in New York, uh, they put in a lot of the um, platforms. Uh, they're basically giant touchscreens, and then there was one actually at the, at the airport here in Peoria. They just, but they didn't have as much stuff. But you can actually put like where you want to go, and it will show you the line and draw out the arrows, line to line, and walk pass and everything like that, like right there on the on the display. Uh, I thought that was really impressive. Uh, I, I want to get more uh, to iOS 11 with you, Chilla, in a moment. But Katie, what, what kind of caught your eye, eye from the Apple event this week?
1: I'm going to go to OS uh, 11, too. Okay. Yeah, iOS 11. <laughs> because personally, what I'm having issues with my phone right now, and it's a, um, what is it, a 6? Yeah, it's a 6. I was like, where am I? What phone is this? It's a 6S. And what I'm running into right now constantly is there is something on my phone storage-wise, no matter what I delete, no matter how many pictures, videos, whatever I delete off of this, it's there. And I keep getting the storage notification. And then two, the battery drain. There's uh, something on the iOS, uh, I saw the update for the 11, where it will customize things and give you kind of hints and tips between the storage. And then uh, the battery is not supposed to be as much of a drain because that's what I'm running into now. Out of nowhere, I'm going from that dreaded 10% to dead like, I started, I was just looking at my battery power now, and I was at 100%, and I'm at 36% right now on my phone. And usually oh. I can make it through a whole show, and then some. So I don't, you know, it's like, I'm hoping the upgrade might help, but then I get to clear off all the space of the mystery.
2: Did you check to see if you were part of the battery recall?
1: Yes, I wasn't.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It, poofy. It, it, and, 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 and you know we saw a little bit of that of that too. Um, I, I can't remember if I had a battery repl- replace last time I had that issue or I just reformatted my phone. Um, and it was either this I think I might have had it with this. I think Missy was having some trouble with that too. So
2: my S I had I was part of the battery recall and I was having the same issue. I'd get to well I'd actually get to like 60 percent and the phone would shut off. But mm-hmm. I was part of that early lot of devices that, I mean, I went in to the Apple store, they did a health check. They said, yep, you're part of it. And 30 minutes later, my phone came back out of the back room. Same phone, new battery. Well, I mean,
0: look, look at how much, I mean, how many of us have have um, the battery saver uh, feature from from i think it was from the last ios update
2: how, how much has that saved mm-hmm. you <laughs> in the well, last... how many people turn it on because i never i even when i get the warning i don't turn it on
0: well i do i mean i'm especially when i'm traveling like it's still in battery saver from from being on the plane because it knocked down and i just i just let it go it was like especially you know being you know, in the air where you're not attached to anything anyways, why 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 let all those systems go, right? Mm-hmm. Um so so it, it helps me have a longer day, you know, especially if I'm you know out and about and everything like that. I don't really lose features that are needed. You know, I'm getting everything on my watch for the most part anyways and my Pokemon. And uh, you know, and, and 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 it works out. Uh so you no, know, I, I I live in it a lot when I have these long days and I still have a battery pack on me, but I've been using it less and less, which is amazing since this is, you know what a probably a year and a half used phone, so the battery's definitely getting lighter. Like, I was using it heavy in New York, and and by the time we were like at our destination on the train, um, I was already needing to charge up, you know, because I was Instagramming so much and doing so much with it. Uh, so it, but no, like, like, so, so what I'm saying is, like, you know, another year of that, you know, the features that Kay's talking about with the battery saver and everything is, is. Um, you know, they're again. It's those those tweaks, right, and making everything a little bit better. So, um, awesome. Anything else that caught your eye, there, Katie?
1: Ooh, uh, oh, <laughs> QR codes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, that, that was for China. I think they're a big deal in China. Um, but but, but are we getting them too?
1: <laughs> I think
0: we
2: are.
1: Yeah, because it's it seems like we're gonna be getting uh yeah the QR it's, it's gonna be built into the camera as like we've waited for I don't know how many years to have that ability.
0: I'm glad after all these years their QR codes are finally gonna catch on.
1: So <laughs> yeah.
2: what would be funny is if they actually do catch on now, like now that Apple's integrated it into all their cameras because it's a part of Bixby too, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and the Android devices. And mm-hmm. remember, it was built into the Google Glass. So remember, they were they were hiding exploits in, in in the QR codes in early oh, Google Glass. Yeah. Yeah, so right. it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out.
0: You know, on Tuesday morning, there was a big marketing meeting at like a large number of, mark- of companies saying, I told you these QR codes. Yeah. You now, everything that you let's we have to reconsider every proposal. We <laughs> It you know it does kind of do that. It was such a was such a throwaway thing, and I think you heard snickers from the audience from that one a little bit. So, um, but no, it's great. So, um, Chilla, yes, sir, as as usual, you live in the future, which means that you are currently. Are you allowed to talk? You are. This is a public beta, right? So,
2: um, it's not public till the end of the month. But based on everything that everyone has posted out there, I'm guessing that. Anything okay. that I'm gonna, anything that I'm gonna talk about is actually out there. Oh, look at that! It is built. It is built right into the camera. Um, <laughs> I just brought up a QR code on a website, and it <clears throat> gave me. Um, I put the camera right over top of it on the iPad, so I'm actually yes, running it on my iPad. But r- real quick, do you want me to do my awesome things of the week, or do you
0: yeah, want go okay. are, go for
2: it. Oh no, no problem. Um, These are all a lot of iOS 11 things, but there are things that were not discussed at W in the keynote. Um, I'm always interested in the day, the the days after where people pull the the keynote images and you, you see the picture with a thousand different phrases behind them. And there's the ones that are white that they talked about. And then there's everything behind it that, that they didn't Um, in talking about that. um, Obviously they, they, they dropped a hint at the QR code um, for China, but one of the things that's actually built in that you can add into um, Control Center is that there's built-in device screen recording, which I thought was pretty cool. So if you wanted to do a snap or or any kind of social media and show someone what you're doing or show them your screen or build a recording of a game you're playing, etc., you can now screen record right on the device, um, which I thought was
0: pretty darn cool. Wait, so those those awesome tip videos, um, which there should be a new one coming out this week. Um, so, so instead of us having to string it to a computer with an application like Reflector to record it, you're doing it natively. Well, Android does this already, don't they?
2: Well, Android, the app has to do it and the app keeps the recording or you have to use a third-party program that sometimes will not work and some, depending on the device, it may or may not work. And then some of them require root access. There's, there's a number of caveats to the Android will do that. But yes, Android does have some capabilities and Apple started in, into this with Replay Kit, which was a way for games to record kind of like a Twitch type stream. Um, this is actually just the device recording so i haven't i haven't played a lot with it but i just activated it on my ipad and i'm looking forward to actually checking it out um but yes to, to your point you could do a recording and we could record right on device and then i could actually just airdrop it to you right from right from the phone itself
0: that's awesome that's going to make those a little easier
2: <laughs> the, some of the other ones that i saw the, the nfc reader so when we talk about near field communication and everyone griped that when they added the NFC chip in for Apple pay, um, it could only be used for Apple pay. It looks like they're going to be opening that up a little more it from the way it talked, it's going to be maybe one way to start. Maybe the device can only read the NFC and it can't pass back content. Um, but that NFC reader will be available to devs um, to what debtors was talking about. Um, you can actually set applications if they're not used to auto-delete. Um, the application, from my understanding, and I haven't played around with this one either, the application will actually leave its icon behind, but the app itself, all the content will delete, but it will leave the user-generated database and, and documents behind. So all of the all anything that you created after loading the app will still be there but the guts of the application. So if you think of like a, a 1.2 gig game, right? Sitting on your device, if you don't play it for a month or two, um, all your game saves, all that content's going to be there. The icon's still going to be there, but it's actually going to re-download the next time you tap on it. Um,
0: do they have like partial download start game kind of stuff? There's a term for they, it.
2: Like, do they have gonna... that for TV OS. I don't know if they have that for... I'm guessing that'll be baked in. I don't know, but they did start that concept on TVOS. Um, where it would allow you, it would only download the first like level and then as you were playing, it would let you then start playing and it would start downloading the later levels as you played um, and then clean up the prior levels that you completed. So uh, I'll be interested to see where they they take that. Business chat was a cool one that I thought that's going to be baked into things like maps, but any developer is going to be able to actually add it to their application where you can start an instant chat with a business or software developer. Um, So if you're looking at Apple Maps and you have a question about a business that you're going to visit or should you go visit that business, you can actually instantly start a chat with that person or company, same thing with, with applications. So I, I could see this for Uber, right? Um, my, my Uber driver didn't show up and it automatically then forwards that message within the Uber app to the driver in some kind of Siri text to speech type manner. So I thought it was pretty neat. Um, and then another one that I like actually like about Cortana as well as Google assistant, you'll now be able to type to Siri instead of being required to use your voice um, any of those Siri questions, commands, etc., you can actually type in, um, which I thought was pretty neat. And then from a, from something that I kind of rolled my eyes at during the presentation, mm-hmm. but over the last day I have found useful about 17 times, um, quick type, where it shows you the symbol above the character, and you instead of, so like say at signs above the letter A. I don't I don't remember where it is on the keyboard, but. If you kind of take your finger and just drag down on the key, um, it will actually hit that. It'll it'll hit the symbol that's behind that key, and they're kind of grayed out at the, at above the the letters on the keyboard. Um, so for typing in passwords that have to be alphanumeric and special characters, um, it's definitely useful anytime you're you're typing in a password, which is super nice.
0: I think you tweeted about that or, or put it in Slack during, during, about passwords, right? I, was that what you were talking about? Don't know. So, I know
2: the one thing that I thought was weird was now there's a password section in iOS where you can actually see in clear text all of your keychain stored user IDs and passwords and what website they go to, which is kind of nice and kind of scary all at the same time. Now it does require re-authentication. And if you have two-factor authentication, it makes you two-factor auth to the device when you go into that section in, in, in settings. But um, <clears throat> the quick type is, is more of a keyboard thing. And it's kind of how you can not have to switch to the symbols section of the keyboard if you're just typing one or two symbols. It kind of lets you swipe down on the key per se. And let me, let me see here real quick.
0: Yeah, especially when you, you need characters that are like two layers down, it, it does get really, really annoying.
2: Um, well here's one so i don't know if you can see this uh probably not can you kind of see above the letters on the keyboard there's symbols
0: sort of barely i i don't know if i can't i don't Mm. know if my connection we'll see it oh you look you look okay on the feed actually
2: but but the but like above the y on the keyboard there's the number six and if i hold my finger on the key and swipe down on the key itself, it, instead of putting in the letter Y, it puts in the number six. So like I said, it's, it's kind of an easy way if you only have to type in one or two numbers or you're typing in special characters for a password, it definitely is a huge time saver. And that in a nutshell is all of the iOS 11. Awesome things that I had. I had a couple others, but, um, I think those are the kind of the not talked about kind of, Discussed in the the back channels, and I put some links in there too that different different um, blogs have been talking about features that that Apple didn't mention, but are, are definitely should be front and center upon release.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the more the more I looked at it, like I, I it, like it felt like I was watching a parody when they announced an app called Files.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I'm <laughs> like. Like, did I did I switch to Serenade Night Live at this point? Right. Um, so so I, I like that in, 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 in drag and drop. It's just like we're excited about drag and drop on the iPad. What What is this? Um, but 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 really it is it is turning that, you know, I can see that iPad Pro, you know, or just regular iPad like that is your computer. And more and more you get that functionality of the computer and maybe that's one more step towards maybe I don't need a computer that can get bugs and have to do updates and everything like that. Uh, So I'm really, really interested to see that, see, see how that goes and how that becomes a little more. Um, productive. Like, is that a thing where we don't get Missy that next $300 laptop? We just hand her the iPad pro or, 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 or something like that. You know, it's getting real, real close. And and now I'm on that. I just need Photoshop. (laughs) I know spot on.
2: (laughs) The thing that I thought was impressive about, about files was not just about, you know, being able to drag and drop a file. It's that, and, and obviously I don't have, they don't have the app inventory yet with integration points. But to have your Google Drive, your Dropbox, everything in one kind of finder, it to me is really, really nice to be able to integrate all those things together and then spin through and find all the content you're looking for. Right now, all I have access to is things that are in the local local documents within the apps and, and my iCloud drive. But when you expand that out to OneDrive and, and Dropbox and Google Drive, that's where I think the real power is going to come into that that file browser.
0: Yeah. It's looking like 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 Katie, I I you know I know I know you do a little bit of podcast editing and everything, but a lot of what you do, I think it could get done on an iPad, right?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Easily.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it, it's you know, it, it's I mean, we're, we're talking like an iPad Pro is a thousand dollars. Come on, but it's it's not like it's cheaper, but still.
1: Yeah, a little bit, couple hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a
0: little bit. I mean, we're still. We, we, this isn't something that we're gonna like pick up on a whim, like a Kindle Fire. But
2: well, I, I'm wondering too, are they gonna go the route that they did with the phone, where you go in, you pay, um a monthly fee and you're entitled to an upgrade or the buyout price, for the, at least for the cellular ones. Um, when you think about that model, um, it would get more current iPads out on the street. It gets you in at a lower buy-in price because it's a monthly cost. Um, that device then has cellular. Obviously we talked about last week where you could kind of take your phone number anywhere on any device that kind of now allows you to take, a, take and make a phone call if you want a 10 and a half inch phone. Um, but it kind of gives you that best of both worlds and I'm, I'll be interested to see what Apple does um, when it comes to uh, allowing for some kind of new every two or upgrade every year and, and kind of pay a subsidy on on the device monthly. And now you can pay for it with iMessage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there
2: you go. Um, yeah, that was that was interesting. You had the iMessage,
0: um, 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 Apple Pay, which is like sending money on PayPal. I think it was a discussion I saw online. So the,
2: the thing that I found interesting about that is notice they totally glossed over the Apple Cash card, and I'm guessing it's not to not upset the banks. <laughs> so at least when not When you yet. get money from someone, it doesn't go in your iTunes account. And it doesn't go onto the card. It comes off of the card on the other person's device and onto your Apple Cash card. I like and it. then it's up to you what you then do with that money. You can then deposit it in your bank. You can then do whatever you want with it. But it's on the Apple Cash card, which I'm guessing is going to be a virtual card. I'm guessing they're not going to be issuing plastic.
0: Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, well, you know, it seems it seems like a backstep that I have a card for PayPal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but but I mean, there's so many terminals. Dollar General, you can use their PayPal account, like without a card, you know, things like that. Okay. That's popped up a lot of places, but it's so inconsistent, you can't really live on it. Um, we have to we have to speak of the one thing, uh, before we get out of here today. Um, there's the HomePod. Again, I kind of felt like I was in a parody. And also, I started, I really started fading at that point. We're like two and a half hours in at this point. I'm just like, eh, it's just, I, 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 Katie, did this get any interest out of you? I mean, HomeKit has got to be, you know, interesting as part of this. He's, he's, he's kind of like over there on the videos.
2: I'll let Katie go first.
1: I just want to lean over and be like, you can see my TV with a VCR in
2: <laughs> uh, You know, Katie, Katie, like, asked questions. did a questions. street
1: transaction with an Echo.
2: Yes.
0: Kate, Kate, yeah, that's right. You did a street trans- transaction with your Echo Dodge. Like, this is no place in my home. And she just talks to her TV and VCR, but that doesn't really, you know, I mean, she thinks it responds. But, um, but I mean, it's nothing like, I mean, compared to like an Echo or anything, it doesn't look like something you think is going to have a better fit for you in your Apple ecosystem home than, than, than that did. I
1: didn't, I don't know. Because the problem is, is like, I don't. I should feel like I should be more connected, but I think one of the things is I rent my home, which mm. I, I think maybe if I owned it, things might be different. You know what I mean? Because then I could have more integrations like within you know my home universe. But right now, I, I don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like, what's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I, I actually had to... I, I put in the outlets and new switches in the old apartment, and then when we moved out, I took them all. I kept all the old ones that were in there and took them all out, put the took the new ones out, put the old ones in. So yeah. I did I did go through that. It does take some time, so I wouldn't recommend it for yeah. for the the typical renter. But it, it's possible.
0: Oh, yeah, so the whole pod is basically, I mean, they they're really kind of promoting it as a speaker.
2: And and that's where I think that the interesting notice the first thing they compared it to was Sonos, which yes. is great audio quality. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a huge audiophile. Um, I don't know about about you guys. Um, I'm happy with hooking up a a $100 Bluetooth speaker to my $40 um, Alexa device. So I'm interested in it. The other thing that I thought was pretty cool was obviously there's the whole... Recycling, refabrication, refab- pulling apart old devices. You notice that device is running off of an A8 chip. So I'm guessing some of those recycled devices have been taken back apart and they're throwing A8 chips off of old devices into that, which I think is nice. I just don't see the need. And the interesting thing, look in that room, there's no TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> everybody's got their iPads to look at. I they, guess.
0: They, yeah. Listen, listen, don't you have a music room in your house where you just listen to music and have sparse furniture in uh, a sink, apparently? <laughs> um, you know, I mean it, that's just the the way it is, you know. Um my Airbnb didn't have a TV, uh, as Redis noticed. It's like, where's the TV? I'm like, well, so it's just, you know, this is how people roll these days. Um, but I mean it it's 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 interesting. I, I And again, that A9 ship, it's a little more powerful. It's probably way more powerful than it probably needs. But but you know some of the stuff that was shown in these visuals was the fact that it pays attention to the shape of your
2: room. <laughs> so that it, 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 can, you know, it can bounce the signal off and figure uh, out where it's placed. And uh, I'm interested, too, in the the top panel. So obviously you get the this, this Siri. Siri lets you know that she's listening and whatnot, that animation that comes up. Um, I'm interested in what's the quality and capability of that panel because will they start to display, can they display real content? If you ask what the temperature is, is Siri, is Siri going to come back and say and read you the temperature as well as display it there? And is Apple's commitment to, to accessibility? I'm guessing they're going to use that for more, which I think but also be a differentiator on the product. I'm just I'm not that interested in the speaker quality versus the capability and I'm getting I can talk to my phone to get a lot of that content and I can play music on my stereo. Um, maybe as I build out different areas in the house or as systems and equipment just go bad over time. Maybe I would think about it, but 3 350 for one and You know, they pair up together. You can put more than one in a room. It's getting, it's a, it's a pricey speaker in my mind.
0: You put this in there with a Google home and your Amazon dot that you got in a street deal off of Katie.
2: And then make them fight.
0: Oh geez, Ooh. make a fight yeah. for dominance of your home. I think that's that's where we're going. Obviously,
1: well, I'm I'm wondering if the HomePod like their target is Bose. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm wondering if it's those all-in-one because those cost around thousand dollars. So you're getting a pretty high quality. Like if this is going to be your like home theater setup because you watch everything digitally. You don't necessarily have a television, but maybe you know maybe you don't have cable. You know like the whole shebang. But I'm wondering if that's kind of there.
2: The entire family crowds around a 10.5-inch uh, iPad. It's just like <laughs> the good old days.
0: My dad would always tell me about how we listen to the shadow, and everybody crowded around the radio, right? Because that's what they had in the house. And and listen to the shadow, and only the shadow knows. And we're just going to you know, surround. No, we won't have to surround the HomePod, because it'll just bounce everywhere intelligently in the room, so we can still be
2: independent in our corners. But th- I'll be interested to see because that's a, that's a December release. I think that's an end of year. I'll be interested to see if they somehow make some play to integrate this <clears throat> as wireless speakers that then work with Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I, I think that could be an interesting concept. Ooh. And the other thing that I don't, that, that definitely didn't, that I didn't see get up played at WWDC. And I may have missed it because I got called into a meeting part way through AirPlay 2, AirPlay version 2, which will be built into iOS 11, now supports multi, multi-endpoint multi devices. So you can actually say, go into Apple Music and play this song in this room, and this song on that speaker, and that song on that speaker. And you can actually, and, and but I want this song playing in my living room and my kitchen. So you can actually take and stream... Multiple different songs to multiple different endpoints, which I thought was interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how. And and obviously, with the Apple TV, you can tell it to use an AirPlay device as your speakers. So it'll be interesting to see how they upplay that.
0: Be interesting to see. Um, and also keep in mind this doesn't uh, ha- uh, come out till December. And they didn't talk much about the Siri aspect, so I would have speculation that maybe there would be some Siri announcements around the iPhone release that would maybe play into this.
2: And I'm hoping more. they really cover multiple users.
0: Yes. So, was, well, have they on, on devices? <laughs> so, yeah. um, But I don't think that's in their wheelhouse right now. No, you have to buy an iPad Pro for everybody in your home.
2: Well, but you, you're not going to buy a different speaker for every. This is this is a Sorg speaker yes, and this is Missy speaker. Exactly, you're
0: going to have to have two in each room. This
1: is Wicked speaker. Exactly,
0: Do, exactly. And
2: Google's supposed to be integrating that switch to recognize voice in the home, but I'm still not a fan of how Amazon does it, where you actually have to walk <clears throat> Alexa through a switch. So mm. you actually have to Alexa. You have to tell her to switch accounts. So, like, if you're saying take a note or put this on my shopping list, you have to tell her to switch accounts. And Google supposedly figured that out, but I don't have a home to play with. So, be <laughs> interesting to see how that works.
0: When we were talking about Missy getting an, an iP- uh, iPad, she says, watch it, Sorg. I still need my keyboard and number pad. You, you
2: can you get a number pad on an iPad? There's got to be a keyboard. Nah, not even on the 12-inch, the there's no number pad. You can That's get a pretty. Bluetooth number pad. She can carry around with her.
0: There, there you go. So you can get a Bluetooth something or other. It's not going to be like form fit, you know, like or anything like that. But still,
2: Logitech announced a new piece. I don't know if theirs has a number pad or not. That that there ten point five, you put a number pad off to the side. It's going to be kind of small.
0: That's true. That's true. But man, I mean, maybe you do most of your work there, and you have the old the old laptop. But you just boot up for Photoshop. You know what I mean? Same. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some workflow there, um, but anyways, all right. I, I think I think we did good. You know, apologize for, uh, apologies to to uh, people that maybe had some. Uh uh, stories for the week and everything like that. I, I had I had Missy put them in just in case, but I, I, I kind of knew how the show was going to go. Um, so shout outs to, you know, Brandon, I, I always submitting a lot like Amazon, Amazon and G- uh, GameStop teaming up for a joint trade-in program. So that's pretty interesting. Uh Toyota's working on a flying car. It's Toyota. Oh, Toyota is going to be at my next event. I, okay. Toyota is going to be at, 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 in uh, Nebraska when I go. Uh, so I'm going to ask him about the flying car. Uh, I think they are. At least they were at the last one. Um, and oh, Toyota is the one that I, I was in that i the i car thing, um, that the little three wheeled deal that I squeezed my ass into. Uh, but mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff this week. And uh, Katie, uh, VR porn is getting super realistic.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, you got to, Oh, we, This is fun. Now, I, I like this article, and it's a fun article to read. It's a mashable article, and it's one of. It was interesting because what it. It's nothing earth shattering, nothing we haven't talked about before, but uh, this gentleman was at um, CES and he was with Naughty America, which is one we really don't talk about. We haven't even talked about Naughty America, (laughs) Um, but I guess that's a different company. And I thought it was interesting because the way he talked about it is he kind of walked through how he felt and how he felt like he had the conversation that it wasn't um, a 360 degree experience like he was used to in VR because you only want to look forward when you're watching porn, and it's the 180. And then he talked about that when he looked down, he had a, a very muscular body, and how disconnected he felt in the beginning, but as it went on, it became so realistic that when the woman in the video leaned forward to kiss him, he pulled back. And how he felt like this body belonged to him. It's just really interesting. sweet so there hasn't been a lot of articles like written from somebody who wasn't directly involved with the industry, about how it makes them feel in these videos, and how realistic this is—that it's tricking your mind into like I, I'm this buff dude, and this lady's kissing me. So I think it's 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 really neat. Like I just thought it was a, it was a super cool article. Mashable like it sport. was almost he's like I'm going back to, to 2D porn because it's that realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I think this
0: is the one I read. Um, but it was in a, it was in a different format that didn't have obscene ads like this one is like, I can't even get to the content without waiting for 30 seconds at this point. Um, and it looks weird when I, when I have my ad blocker on. So, um, but no, yeah, and it was talking about like, like that kind of feeling and everything when you're, when you're a part of it. So, uh, it was really interesting if you want to check that out. Um, and that's over at Mashable. And of course, I believe that, uh, is this LinkedIn do it though? if not yet, we'll, we'll share it over in the awesome cast group. Uh, as well. So uh, you can, you guys can check it out yourselves. So uh, thanks for keeping the porn in show, Katie. Of course,
1: anything for you guys.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, Chilla, he's at chillatech.net. Talking gadgety
2: things. Talking gadgety things. Come over, talk to me, Chilla on the Twitters, John Chilla on the Facebook.
0: Yeah, of course, and I had the Dutters Dutters on the Twitter fantastic episode last week um, um, with uh, uh, kind of dealing it was like three of the top haunt <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh, owners in America and and the very interesting things including a naked haunted house and then I loved I was I was texting you when I was I was listening to this thing on the way back from New York um where you know what what do they do when the kids don't want to go in and the parents are making them and some really interesting stories around that highly highly recommend it check out the Scarehouse podcast and check out uh you do Scarehouse live on facebook and that is thursdays
1: fridays at noon damn it <laughs>
0: <Friday>. <laughs> somebody else did that to you last week i think um but fridays I at know, no- I
1: like, it's
0: Friday. fridays at noon yeah, so, so you can so... drop in there and um and you have a lot of people from ScareHouse, uh, different aspects of it. And it. It looks like you guys are having a lot of fun over there.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great time, and I, and I like the ability to interact with people right then and there live. So it's fun. I enjoy it.
0: Awesome. And of course, at Sorgatron on Twitter, um, follow my Instagram as, uh, as usual as usual as I'm on a trip like this, I will be Instagram storying uh, most of the day. You can uh, hop on there if you're checking this out on Tuesday. I also uh, download those videos usually and put them on my, uh, my Twitter and my Facebook uh, tagging uh, Instagram stories if you want to see that. Actually, if you look through those, you can see how Chachi Takes Manhattan, the bachelor party of my best friend Chachi, happened uh, this past weekend in New York City. Uh, where we ran into the sugar factory and the Samsung Uh, store. Uh, so drop into that, see what's going on. And, uh, until next time, and thank you, producer Missy. I'm back at home eating our pizza from slice on Broadway, probably. <laughs> and, uh, keeping the tweets and everything all night. And thank you, everybody's for dropping in. looks like a lot of you guys dropped into our YouTube feed tonight. Uh, so sorry, there wasn't a chat room. I'm not sure why that was. Cause we usually have a chat room when we do this. We do, we do this all the time on, on wrestling mayhem show, uh, for some of the shows. And we, we have a chat room every time I just had one last night. So I'm not sure. Um, maybe it's because we don't usually do this account, perhaps, but um, but uh, yeah, so let's know what you thought of that, and uh, if, if it's are we better quality when we just do it this way or not? So I'm glad this uh, connection at this hotel uh, uh, held up. Check out everything everythingawesomecast.com. Please subscribe to everything. Follow us on patreon.com slash awesomecast. Uh, thank you to our awesome uh, watchers. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.